0: Good morning, happy Wednesday to you. Hope your day is starting off well. It's bright and sunny and not too sticky out there, so it's not a bad start weather-wise. As compared to yesterday, I, I said we were going to have an impact weather event, and I said it kind of facetiously. But it turned out that we did have an impact weather event. We had an actual tornado touchdown in as you heard Adam mention in the news, there was also a touchdown in Barnstable as well. So we had two tornadoes within a, I don't know, forty mile radius of each other. That's that's really rare for these parts, but it seems to be coming. It seems to be becoming rather a, a little bit more of a of a common possibility. We may not have the touchdowns and the actual. Cyclones form, but we've had multiple warnings in recent years. And in fact, I forget what summer it was, but there was one summer where we had a couple of waterspouts that formed uh, out in Onset Bay. And a waterspout is really just a tornado that forms over the water rather than over the land. So we've, we've had quite a few of them. Considering what our history is. And 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 Barry wrote a great article a couple just a couple of weeks ago about the history of tornadoes in Massachusetts. So a little prescient on Barry's part. What I did is I just now went to our WBSM Facebook page and I reshared Barry's article about the history of tornadoes. So if you want to check that out, you can read it for yourself and find out some of the other times that we've had twisters in the area. But the first Reported tornado in what became Massachusetts uh, what became America rather happened here in Massachusetts so there's there is a history of it happening it's just not as frequently as it happens in you know the places out there in Tornado Alley, Oklahoma and Kansas and some of those other midwestern states. But I think we've got to pay attention. When we hear these warnings, I think people don't take them seriously. They say, well, what's the real likelihood of there being a tornado here on the South Coast? Well, there's one yesterday to kind of remind you it, it stayed uh, on the ground for about three minutes, which some folks might look at that and say, three minutes. That's not really a big deal in the overall scheme of things, but three minutes is a is a good amount of time for a tornado to do some damage, as you can tell from some of the things that have been posted, some of the news stories, some of the things posted on social media. Three minutes did a significant amount of damage, but you know, thankfully, nobody hurt. It was uh, an EF one, which goes up to five, I believe. So it just shows you it's on the low end of, of, of Destruction. The one on the cape was an EF-Zero. And I don't know all the specifics of how they categorize it. I haven't watched the movie Twister in a long time. I watched it when it first... I think I saw it in the theater. Enjoyed it. But then never watched it again. Maybe one time on cable. But then I haven't seen it again. And people... I know people that watch that movie... Annually, like they watch Jaws. Annually. Eh, Jaws is okay. I get it. I like it. I see why people feel that it's a masterpiece. It kind of bores me. But anyway, the fact is, you have to take these tornado, seri- tornado warnings seriously. I told the story before about how if it was last year, the year before last, there was a tornado warning for the cape and, and it extended into Wareham and I had to go down into the basement. The dog and I went down to the basement and, and waited it out. We were down there for maybe about an hour or so before they gave us the all clear. And that was, it was like at 1230 at night and I kept thinking how many people are asleep in their beds. It just so happened that I was up working. think I was hosting one of my internet shows and I had to cut it short to go down into the basement if if I remember correctly. But how many people were asleep at that time? And what if there really was a tornado that touched down in the area? Thankfully there were some cyclones that had formed, but thankfully none of them touched down during that incident. But I've been, I've had multiple instances in my life of microbursts, kind of an inverse tornado, I had one happen right outside my home office window, completely destroyed a tree, broke it right in half, right down the middle. And then when I was in Gettysburg a few weeks ago, everybody was partying. Everybody from the, the paranormal convention was partying at the hotel. Uh, my friends and I had actually stepped out to have dinner with some other friends And when we came back, you know, everybody was kind of partying on the back deck of this hotel. So we said, all right, we'll go hang out with everybody for a little while. And we were out there for maybe 10 minutes. And a storm hit and it was a microburst and it destroyed everything in its path. I mean, I guess it doesn't really have a path. It's just more where it touches down or where it bursts. But it completely destroyed somebody's tent that was outside. That had his Ouija board exhibit and everything in it, and then blew the tent into his car and smashed up his car. It was it was horrible, for just a couple of seconds worth of destruction. So you got to take these warnings seriously, even if even if they don't pan out into something. Don't take the chance of what they could be. You know, this isn't like when when my mom would tell me not to use the telephone during a thunderstorm. This is something to take seriously. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Hello. Hi.
2: Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Shonin. How are you? Oh, just waking up. Can I um, ask you when you got a minute to um, get the Mega Millions numbers for me, please?
0: Well, I can tell you this much. You didn't win the jackpot. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on one second. I'll tell you those numbers. Uh, So for last night, it was 13. Wait a minute. 13, i got to write it down.
2: Thirteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Twenty. Thirty-two. Yeah.
0: Thirty-three. And fourteen. Fourteen is the ball? Yep. Oh, and it was multiplied. Yep, two
2: times multiplied. mega Did anybody
0: win it? Somebody won the grand prize in Florida.
2: Oh, wow.
0: So Lucky, huh? Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it depends on how you look at it.
2: <laughs> you didn't play it?
0: I did not. I didn't end up buying a ticket. No, I forgot.
2: I'm glad it's over, though, because when it gets big, that's when I start buying them and I waste money.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I usually buy one ticket, and then, you know, I think the most I'll spend is maybe 10 bucks, And then yeah, that's see. that's it.
2: Yeah, see, I spent already like $50 the last two or three.
0: But you did well, you did have a, a few hours of dreams, right? You went to bed last night not knowing if you were going to wake up a billionaire.
2: Well, when it gets big, I try. I don't just chase it every week, but whatever. I'm talking about those tornadoes. One time I was coming from the Cape, and there was one of those, um, it turned into a water spout. Mm-hmm. And I was headed back home. And you remember the Salvation Army down there?
0: Yeah, the one uh, on the Bourne Bridge?
2: Yeah, I had gone there. I was coming back, and uh, it was so scary. I, one thing I'm real scared of is tornadoes.
0: Yeah, there's not much you can do when one comes down. You're at its mercy. So, and
2: I was headed this way, but I was looking at that, looking at it, and then you could see it the formation and everything. And uh, oh, they closed the Salvation Army that time because of that. And then it, and then it turned into a water spot. It went into the water.
0: Well, I mean that—that's uh, I can understand them closing that. That was at a high elevation, so that was up on top of a hill. Yeah, and
2: then um, Easton had
0: one not long ago, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's been more around here than people realize.
2: Yeah, what was that one categorized?
0: You know, I think that was an EF one too. Well, EF one as well, I should say, not to confuse people. It It'll be like an EF twelve? Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I think that was an EF one.
2: And then there was one in a while back, a few years back, I remember, in Springfield. Remember that one?
0: Oh, yeah. That one did a lot of damage.
2: Yeah. All right. I'm scared of those, and they're coming around here now.
0: Well, I mean, I wouldn't be too worried about it. They're they're still pretty rare, but just be vigilant. If they put out a warning, take heed. you got to
2: go down. You're supposed to go down in the basement, right? Yeah, I mean... Or in a tub, and...
0: Yeah, any any place where you can kind of shelter yourself uh, if if things start to to cave in on you.
2: Okay, Jim, I'll be
0: listening. All right, thank you. You have a good day. You too, bye now. And uh one of the things about tornadoes is, you know, people always say, "Well, why do you go to the basement?" Well, because the idea is that normally it passes over so quickly that if it if it causes damage, it's not going to be sustained damage over your house. It's going to come over, it might drop a tree on your house, it might suck your house right up into the cyclone, but it moves so quickly that hopefully it doesn't take you with it. It's very rare that people die in a tornado. This is, you know, my understanding, that people die in a tornado by getting sucked up into the tornado. They usually die because something else falls on them or caves in on them or or collapses on them, so... Um, and if you do get sucked up in the tornado, you, you don't end up in the magical land of Oz. I'm pretty sure. I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, did you experience the tornado yesterday? Have you experienced the tornado anywhere in your life? Uh, I have a friend who lives out in the Tulsa area, and she is not from there originally. She's originally from Georgia. And she was telling me one day just about how wild it was the first time that they had a tornado warning and they had to actually go down into the cellar and you know, prepare for the inevitability. This was not just a possibility. It was an inevitability. Like they, they, don't, they don't really get too concerned there until they actually have the cyclone and it's touching down. And so she knew it was coming. And she said it was such a surreal experience that that first time, and and then maybe the second time a little bit too. But by the end of her first tornado season, she was just like everybody else, you know. To, to, to people who live in Tornado Alley, it becomes almost like a a fire drill. You now, oh, I guess we got to go down in the basement again. All right, well, we'll be back up in an hour. And I don't I don't know that having it become old hat is a good thing. But weather is dangerous. Weather can be dangerous. I was a, I was a cast member, a, a, a regular analyst, on a show on the Weather Channel called Weird Earth for the first season. And so they had me comment on a lot of different weather things and like paranormal possibilities and things like that. So I was kind of scattered throughout the season. So I watched every episode Just to, you know, see like, all right, well, how'd they cut up what I said and what did they do with what I said and how'd they apply that to the situation? And then watching that entire, I think it was 10 episodes, eight or 10 episodes, episodes—I saw a lot of weird weather stuff on that show. And it made me realize that there's a pretty awesome power to nature that we don't understand nearly as much as we think that we do. Or if we do understand it, it's just not common knowledge for you and I. You know, the scientists, the meteorologists, they understand it. We look at it and scratch our heads. Things like weird pink clouds that appear out of nowhere. And if you've ever read any of the work of Charles Fort, who is kind of the the father of what we call paranormal research or anomalous research, we call it Forty in research. Because of Charles Fort, he wrote a book called The Book of the Damned, in which he categorized some of the weird things that happen, like when it rains frogs. These things do happen. And they're strange. They're fun to talk about. They're maybe not so fun when they actually happen. 508-996-0500. Going to take a break and we'll be back in a few moments. Um. Play the meat puppets, because as we're talking about weird weather phenomena, I want to bring up the Great Kentucky Meat Shower of 1876. On March 3rd, 1876, a woman in Bath County, Kentucky, was outside making soap when an unexpected shower fell from the clear sky. Large chunks of flesh fell from the sky in Olympia Springs and left everyone in the surrounding area utterly bamboozled. The... The woman's husband said the meat fell like large snowflakes. And uh, some people actually tasted the meat and said it tasted like venison or mutton. But it actually was more likely not meat, but Gnostic, a type of gelatinous bacteria that floats around and swells up and falls when it rains, giving it the colorful nicknames like witch's butter and star slubber. But yeah, meat fell from the sky in 1876. It's one of the things you'll read about in the Book of the Damned. And one place where you don't have to worry about meat falling from the sky, but certainly is laid out beautifully before you, is at the butcher shop in New Bedford. Because at the butcher shop, they have all kinds of meat. They have... You know, the really expensive kind of cuts that you want to get everywhere else. But, of course, they're going to save you money there. You can get the tomahawk steaks, but you're going to find them cheaper than you will anywhere else. But you can also get the Terrace Major, which is a cut of meat that is like filet mignon, but is going to be affordable for you. They have celebrity pork chops, great chicken. They make all their own sausages. The meat at the butcher shop is second to none. And the best part about it is they're going to cut it exactly the way that you want it. It's it's not like going into the supermarket and you got to look through all the packages to find what you need. They will cut it for you the way that you want it. They'll cut the, the give it the kind of cut that you want, the right amount of fat. They'll make sure that it is the perfect meat for you to throw on the grill, to cook up in the kitchen. Hey, to eat it raw. I don't judge. However you want to do it. But they also have so many other great things at the butcher shop as well. The beer and wine cellar is incredible. You can find everything you're looking for for wine. If you are a wine connoisseur, you'll find things you never even heard of. And they have a cheese fridge. And when I say that, I don't mean like a little fridge. They have a whole refrigerator case. Full of different types of cheeses. They've got everything from steaks to soccer balls. And if they don't have it, Eric says they will get it for you. Check out The Butcher Shop, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. And get yourself some delicious meat. Don't wait for it to fall out of the sky. Go and get some today. And throw it on the grill and have yourself a delicious dinner tonight. All right, it is time to go into the newsroom. When we come back on the other side of that, we can take more of your calls 508 996 0500. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app or send us open line voicemails on the app. But right now, let's go into the newsroom with Adam Bass.
3: 11 people are missing after a fire broke out at an eastern France vacation home early Wednesday morning. CNN reports that the fire took place in the Wittenheim region at 6.30 a.m. local time. That's near the German border. 76 firefighters were deployed along with four fire trucks and ambulances. 17 people safely evacuated the house, which had been hosting people with disabilities for the summer vacation. 11 people are still missing. Ohio voters have spoken. They went to the polls Tuesday for a special election with just one measure on the ballot. Known as Issue 1, the statewide ballot measure, if passed, would have increased the percentage of the vote needed to amend the state's Constitution from a simple majority to 60%. If you want to change the law, change the law. You can do that with a simple majority, but in the Constitution, we should have a higher standard. That's Republican Lieutenant Governor John Houston, who supported Issue 1. Although it didn't specifically mention abortion, several Ohio Republican legislatures admitted it was an effort to undercut a separate ballot measure that aims to add abortion's rights to the state's constitution. Voters rejected the issue 57 to 43 percent. The average price for a gallon of gas is virtually unchanged from yesterday at $3.82. That's up two cents from this time a week ago. The most expensive gas is in California at $5.08, while Mississippi is the cheapest at three thirty-one. dollars Failed Arizona Republican candidate for Governor Carrie Lake is said to be preparing a run for the U.S. Senate. Lake lost her race last year to current Governor Katie Hobbs and has never conceded. Now, a report from Axios says the former TV news anchor is staffing up for a Senate campaign in anticipation of an October launch. The report says Lake is expected to spend most of her September interviewing consultants and a potential staff members. If Lake wins the GOP primary next August, she will likely go up against Democratic lawmaker Ruben Gallego and current Senator Kirsten Sinema, who is an independent. Sinema has not made clear if she would run again this year. Virgin Galactic is set to launch its second commercial space flight on Thursday. The flight is scheduled to take off from the company's spaceport America in New Mexico with passengers on the VSS Unity, carried to 50,000 feet by another aircraft before decoupling and blasting off about 53 miles up. And a microphone tossed by Cardi B during a recent Las Vegas show is going for nearly $100,000 at an auction. The rapper was seen on video throwing the mic at a fan who threw a drink at Cardi B's face. Scott Fisher owns the production company that provided the microphone for the show and told TMZ the profits from the auction will go to two different charities. In sports, the Boston Red Sox suffered a blowout loss at home and fell to the Royals 9-3. That's the Kansas City Royals. The two teams will continue their series at Fenway Park tonight at 7.10 p.m. And for all you football fans, the preseason starts tomorrow. Your New England Patriots will play against the Texans at Gillette Stadium at 7 o'clock. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast.
0: Well, today is going to be a quiet day for the area. We're going to be partly sunny and less humid as we head through the day. A little bit breezy with a high near 85 degrees. Overnight tonight, becoming partly cloudy, low of 62. And for Thursday, a mixture of some sunshine and some clouds throughout the day, becoming more humid as we head through the afternoon. And that afternoon thunderstorm is possible. High near 82. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM.
3: It is currently 69 degrees in new bedford i'm adam bass wbsm news stay up to date with new bedford's news talk station wbsm and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the wbsm app
1: think of it as breakfast for your mind back to the tim weisberg show on wbsm
0: Welcome back in 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in and we can talk about whatever's on your mind. But I really want to hear if anybody went through the tornado yesterday in met Or if you've had an experience with a tornado. I think it's important to share because people, like I said, don't always take these warnings seriously. And they should be. Because it just takes... One time of not being prepared to cause an issue. Now, yesterday's rain was pretty intense. Uh, I was in a meeting and uh, in my office, my office is directly across from the studio. And I have over my office, I have a skylight. And so when the rain comes down like that, I, I can hear it a little bit louder. Because the skylight's right over my head and it's not as fortified as the roof. And I had on my noise canceling headphones, you know, being part of it was a virtual meeting. So as I'm sitting there with these headphones on, I can hear the rain come on, uh, the rain coming down. And it was making kind of hard to hear the meeting. So I turned on the noise canceling on my headphones. I could still hear the rain Beating down on the uh, on the uh, skylight, even with the noise cancellation on. That's how I knew it was coming down pretty hard. So after the meeting was over, I got up and I took a look out the window and saw it. And it was just, I don't think I've seen it come down that hard. Then later on, maybe about, I don't know, 4 o'clock or so, I decided to actually leave for the day. I know I'm here a lot. I spend a lot of time in the building, but I decided to, to leave for the day. And when I walked outside, blue sky, white puffy clouds, sun was out, ground was dry. I was like, what about all these photos I was seeing on social media of this intense flooding that was happening all over the place? Entire roads washed out, water up halfway up a car. Hopefully they got that you know fixed rather quickly, but it was, it was very intense when that rain came down. So you've, you've, you've got to take this stuff seriously. I think people see, you know, oh, there's a flash flood warning and they say, well, yeah, what's, what's that really mean? Well, you see what it really means. Impact weather events. I guess there's going to be, you know, more of those in our future. 508-996-0500, uh, taking a look at some of the rainfall reports, you know, the, these downpours brought more than six inches of rain in some places. And the storms didn't last that long. We're talking about, you know, six hour, a six-hour storm window overall for some places. To get as much as six inches of rain. If that was snow, we would say, "Wow, can you believe that storm dump six inches in six hours? An inch an hour—that's that's pretty intense." So we, we don't take it nearly as seriously when it comes to rain because we can go out and drive in rain. We don't have to shovel rain. Rain will run off. Or absorb faster than than snow does. But it's just as much of an impact event, not to keep using that word. So even though we think of it as, eh, it, it's just going to rain a lot more, it rains a lot more. And that rain can do more damage. Again, climate change is real. This is what's happening. This is the result of it. But even if you don't think that it's a, a potential catastrophe, you have to acknowledge that if you think that this is cyclical, we are in a cyclical a part of the cycle where we can have some dangerous weather that we need to pay attention to. So I don't care what your thoughts are about it. You just got to be aware of this. Now, it doesn't mean, you know, live in fear and cower in your home just because it's going to rain. But just know, flooding is a possibility. Go out and check the gutters. Go out and check the storm drains. Make sure they're not blocked. Make sure you're not leaving anything in your yard that will block the storm drains. It took me two years of living in my house after first moving in there to realize, oh, I'm the one blocking the storm drain. Because I didn't remove the leaves from my yard. I just kind of raked them into the back and I was like, I'll just let them compost back there in this 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 part of the the woods that nobody goes into. You know, I had, um, I forget what kind of bushes they were, but, you know, there was like a, a, a natural fence of, of bushes that went around the property. And in the back, it was kind of like woods and branches and everything. And, you know, n- nobody went back there. The yard wasn't cleared up enough. So I was like, I'm just going to leave. Well, but those were, kind of going out and going into the storm drain. So then I just started sucking them all up and grinding them up and putting them into a trash bag. But it took me forever to realize that. Oh, did I do something? There we go. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
4: Good morning, Mr. Weisberg. How are you? Well, I had a call in because I didn't like the way it ended yesterday.
0: Well, speaking of yesterday, I just want to make a note before I forget that we did get the, um, that podcast updated on South Coast tonight for you. Yes, I wanna thank you. I found it. Okay, cool. I'm glad uh, glad but, that you were but, but able to find listen, it.
4: Listen, I wanna to get to the threat business. You should know me by now that I ain't gonna hurt nobody.
0: I'm and, a big mouth. And That's I un- I understand that completely, but the thing is is not everybody that hears that knows that about you. So yeah, some people will gonna to be some people will be concerned and say that lady just threatened the guy on the oh, radio. No, no, and then it's other people will Other people will call up and feel like they can use that same language, and I don't know them as well as I know you.
4: Oh, (laughs) well, you don't even know all of me yet, believe me. (laughs) The thing is, I've never been arrested. I've never been in jail. Nobody has nothing to say. I just like to shoot my mouth when I get mad. So I think the best thing for you and me is not to talk about any of that stuff, no political stuff, none of it, because it's not going to work
0: we have plenty of great conversations outside of that.
4: I know that. Like right now, that lottery. Okay, listen now. How does a person wake up in the morning and see that they won all that money? Because it must feel unreal. I don't know what that feeling could be. We can only imagine it. But until it happens, we don't know. Because that's mad money. I mean, crazy money. It's too much money. So... I don't even know what I would do. with. Them. Well, first I would take care of my whole family.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: then, after that's all straightened away, a certain few people, lifelong friends and good people that I know, I would help them. It would be a one-time gift. They just can't come after me all the time. It don't work like that. So I would make sure my will is all set in case I croak the next day from all the excitement. You know, because that's a big deal. Take your whole family out and celebrate with a big meal and, know that you got it made, huh?
0: Well, that's that's what Jose Matos would always say to me whenever we talked about big lottery prizes. He would always say, if you were to win, your first call should be to me so that we can set the plan yes. to make sure that we protect you as much as possible.
4: That's funny that you said that because I told my son and my daughter the same thing. I said, hey, that guy on the radio every week here. I think I'm going to call him. I think I can trust him. <laughs> or maybe two or three lawyers all together. So, you know, one won't try to rip me off, and the others will see it. You know, you got to protect yourself. You never know. Yeah. But I trust him. I trust him because I've been listening to him for a long time. Oh, I want to say good morning to Shawnee. I heard her call in. It was nice to hear her call in. I hope you have a good day, Shawnee. Don't worry about me. I've never killed nobody. Don't you think I'd be in jail by now for killing a few people?
0: (laughs) Hey, well, you only go to jail if you get caught.
4: You should see the wonderful debates me and my two grown children have all the time. They don't agree with me all the time either, and sometimes they do. And sometimes I agree with them. I mean, my son's 53 years old now, and there's a lot. that We get along so good about all this, you know, the aliens and all that. I mean, the aliens in the sky, Tim, the aliens. I
0: I, I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant.
4: (laughs) Not the others. I mean, we discuss things all the time, and then spirits and ghosts. and I really don't believe in that because I feel... If ghosts were real, every single one of us would see it. And don't come back and say, oh, the ones that don't see it, they don't believe. That's why they don't. That's crap. If a oh, no, I wouldn't say around, that. No, no, some people do say that. When I say, oh, I don't believe in that, like a friend of mine said, well, she saw her great-grandfather in her bedroom. I don't believe that because if everybody can see spirits, those spirits would be around all the time for everybody. And it's not like that,
0: right? Uh, not necessarily because of entropy of energy.
3: So That's some, some, some
0: would fade away and, and some, some can't see, I mean, some people can't see the color red, you know, yeah, like but everybody's, would, everybody's way of perception is a little bit different. And some people might not be on the right wavelength to perceive the energy that they have, but yeah, we can get into that some other time. It's a, it's all a complicated I, yeah. thing.
4: Yeah. I can say though, a couple of weird things have happened to me that made me think maybe not a ghost, but power from heaven. Cause it's unexplainable the things that have happened and maybe the next call, I'll tell you, because now I know I don't have all day to talk. But I just wanted to straighten up that threatening stuff. Don't take me serious, because I'm just a big mouth. That's, I admit it, I know what I am.
0: All right. Well, you have a good day. You too. And you know what? You can always threaten yeah. me with a good time. So.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That sounds very inviting. <laughs> and now I have your email, so I could send you all kinds of letters.
0: You can send me whatever you want. I know. All right. Now you're asking for it. Watch what you ask for. I'll keep an eye on the inbox. You have a good day. (laughs) Bye-bye. Take care. 508-996-0500. If you want to chime in, we'll take a quick break and be back in a few. Step up and not be shy with calling in at 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in to the program, you can also send us text messages via the WBSM app. You can send us open line voicemails. We can record whatever is on your mind and send it in to us. And that's an important thing to remember is the open line voicemails because we're going to be giving away Nickelback tickets starting later on this week. And in order to win those tickets, we're going to have you send us some audio. So I'll have an explanation about that up on WBSM.com when it's time to give away those tickets. Uh, I do believe we have one pair left of George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic tickets to give away, which we will do later on this program, later on in the program. Uh, So if you want to enter to win, head on over to WBSM.com on the WBSM app right now. And we will draw that name later. So you've got a, a little while still to put in your information. Super easy to do. You just go to the website, go to the app, click on the Win P-Funk Tickets option, and then put in your information. And then what that does is that sends all that information into a program that randomly selects a winner, and then we will draw our name. So you could be going to see George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic on August 17th at MGM, the the, the brand new, I should say, uh, MGM Music Hall at Fenway, which... Everybody that's gone there has told me what a great venue it is. I haven't had a chance to go see a, a show there yet, but everybody says it's such a great spot, and you'll see George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic playing all their hits, Flashlight, Atomic Dog, Give Up the Funk, all of that. So enter to win now at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Let's uh, let's take a phone call here before we got to take one final break in the hour. Good morning. You were on WBSM.
1: Okay, Tim. That lady crossed the line. <laughs>
0: What'd she do yeah. now?
1: Well, she was very forward with you and she doesn't realize that you have another admirer and we're just gonna have a chick fight out in the parking lot.
0: I'm gonna be playing a little uh little Louis Primo later on, just a gigolo. That that'll describe me and all my girlfriends, <laughs> I guess.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, but it's a beautiful day and I'm glad that the threat of tornadoes that terrifies me. Like more than a hurricane. And I think Probably a hurricane, statistically, may be able to kill more. I'm not sure. Um, but the tornado, the um, the uncertainty of where it's going to come down. Yeah. You know, and then I hate when we get, I, I think it's only happened once when they were talking about the threat of a tornado. It didn't get to be like a watch or anything like that. But um, at night, I can't imagine going to bed and not knowing if you're going to be awakened by that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know how people do that living in Tornado Alley or how people, you know, go to sleep in, in California with the threat of earthquakes, you know, like I would I just, I, I, I stayed in California for, I think I was out there for like 48 hours. And when I went to sleep, I was in LA and when I went to sleep, I was like, please no earthquakes.
1: I know. I know. Cause you just never know when it's coming, but you know what they say? We're only dancing on this earth for a short time.
0: Yeah. You can't really live in fear.
1: Yeah. Well, I do. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun.
0: <laughs> well, we're we're always here to help you through it.
1: Oh, thank you. Support
0: group online. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, well, thank you for the call. You're welcome. You have a great day, and uh, everybody out there, if you if you are worried about, you know, I, I, I'm saying to take it seriously, but I'm not trying to instill any fear in you. You know, it's it, it, as I mentioned, it's a rare occurrence. Just when it does happen, you know, heed the warning. It's no different than. If there's a thunderstorm happening, don't go out and play golf, you know? It doesn't mean you can't go out and do your shopping, but don't go out onto a golf course and hold an, an iron golf club up in the air when, when there's uh, lightning in the area. All right, well, well, let's take our final break of the hour. We'll be back in a few moments. Percent. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.